Hey folks, uh, what would you do if I were to tell you that I can pretty well guarantee that Trump will be elected president? Either that or he's going to just take over the whole operations, but um, he'll be the next president here, uh, either in 2024 or before. How do I know that? Well, hang in there. Uh, we're going to uh, check out how I know that, okay? All right, hold on a second. We'll get going here. Here we are, folks. David opposing the Matrix. Yeah, how are you doing? It's a rainy, uh, believe it or not. <laughs> Rain in September in Oregon. That's incredible. Um, it's a rainy day today. And um, uh, right away, I'm going to put a disclaimer in here. Usually on the first rain, after it's been dry for a little while, um, a lot of times there are outages, power outages, because the dust and stuff that's on the wires turns into mud. Mud's a good conductor. Anyway, uh, a lot of times you'll see arcing on the poles and stuff. Well, so if we go off the air, that's why, okay? It's not because of any mistake I made, as far as I know. Um, and it's uh, just a natural occurrence. Uh, the uh, 31st of August, though, is kind of early for rain, but I'm not arguing because we need it really bad. We've had a lot of fires around here. We've been reading in a lot of smoke. And uh, one thing about the, our little rain like this, um, especially when it's a fine rain, is it, uh, it removes all that smoke out of the air. So tomorrow morning it's going to be beautiful here, I can just tell you right now. Okay, so how do I know that... Trump is going to be reelected or either that or take the whole shebang back. Um, the, the answer is quite simple, actually. <laughs> uh, they're forecasting a pandemic in 2025. Ooh, do you know that? Yeah, they're doing that again. Uh, you'll notice that lately, uh, you've been hearing on TV, maybe, that uh, they're starting to talk about masks again and social distancing again and and things like that, so they're, they're trying to ease us ever so gently back into that old mode of doing things, and uh, I ain't doing it. <laughs> I don't care. I ain't doing it no way. So, uh, yeah, and I think a lot of you agree. I know a lot of you agree. Uh, not again. Not again. Never again, like the, like the Holocaust thing, kind of. But, um, Anyway, uh, Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, Lazy Joe, Crazy Joe, uh, he, he, you put your uh, adjective there, whatever one you want, um, said the other day that uh, he's going to ask Congress for money. Now, since when does Joe Biden ask Congress for money? Come on. He's never asked Congress for money. I mean, he sent billions of dollars over to that little idiot in... Uh, in the Ukraine, you know, and uh, they're finding out now that a lot of that money has been absconded and uh, some of those leaders over there are building really fancy houses outside the country or uh, in extreme western Ukraine. Uh, yeah, well, I, you know, he, he had to know that was going to happen. I mean, heck, I knew it was going to happen. I'm, a bunch of you probably met, knew it was going to happen too, so it's... Uh, it's dumb. It really is. It's, uh, yeah, and like I always say, the fires of hell aren't hot enough for Joe Biden. And, uh, 
he's not that uh, innocent old man that everybody thinks he is. He's a crook. He's a thief. Uh, and uh, because of the pandemic and uh, what he's done by mandating the shot and uh, forcing people to get it that didn't want to get it, he's a murderer too. So, and uh, he's he's involved in one of the biggest genocides there ever was on the planet Earth, and uh, and that doesn't go lightly in Yahweh's eyes, and he will pay for that. But uh, if you need the proof, let's look at uh, Sleepy Joe saying that uh, he's asked for more money for and and by the way, oh, it just it was so funny. I think he says it here. We're gonna watch. He says, yeah, I'm going to ask Congress for more money so we can uh, fund the uh, creation of a new vaccine. Then he says, a vaccine that works. And I started laughing. I'm like, well, that's an admission that the other ones didn't. (laughs) You know, it's it's the only words that were missing from that comment was this time. That works this time, you know, but um, yeah. Joe Biden is real easy to read into or uh, to read from or whatever way you want to put it. Uh, he's he's uh, got tells that uh, are very evident, so you can tell when he's lying, which is just about all the time. <laughs> and, um, well, he's just a moron. That's all there is to it. I used to have respect for the office of president, and if Trump gets in again, when Trump gets in again, I will have more respect for it again, but... Uh, with this guy in it, it's, uh, I think he got his, uh, law degree from a Cracker Jack box. And, uh, thinking a Corvette is worth more than a human life, it's, I don't know, uh, quite materialistic. So, well, let's watch Sleepy Joe talk about how he, uh, he wants more funding for a new vaccine that works. Yes, I can. As a matter of fact, I signed off this morning on a proposal we have to present to the Congress a request for additional funding for a new vaccine that is necessary, that works. And tentatively, not decided finally yet, tentatively, it is recommended that it would like to be recommended that everybody get it, no matter whether they got it before. said again watching him once is enough it's it 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 tires you out (laughs) you know it's like the what those five brain cells that and i'm giving him credit for having five that are up in his head working are really working hard to get that get that little message out there and uh uh, then they go to sleep afterwards by the way you know (laughs) talking about that um i gotta say that we we need to i don't like mitch mcconnell I really don't. I don't think he's a, a worthwhile person. I don't think he's uh, he's a good uh, legislator, and I don't think that uh, that he deserves to be in the Senate. But uh, he's he's there, so what can you do? And um, he's had uh, three episodes now, maybe four, of uh, freezing up while he's talking, and that's got to be scary. Think about that. You know, your brain is working, and <laughs> unlike Biden's. His brain is working, and he's trying to formulate words to come out of his mouth, and he just can't do it. And he's probably scared at the same time any any normal person would be. Um, that maybe this is it. Maybe maybe he's going to drop to the floor right now. So, 
Um, I've taken a little bit of a message or an idea that um, I'm going to be praying for uh, Mitch McConnell for his salvation, of course, because um, that anybody in Congress or uh, the Senate is saved, I uh, I don't think so. But uh, just in case, I want to pray for Joe McConnell, uh, for Mitch McConnell, excuse me, and um, and just keep him in prayer. So if you guys want to do the same thing, that'd be awesome. Uh, let's see if we can pray him into good health and uh, into the God's kingdom. Okay, Yahweh's kingdom. Okay, so let's let's get rid of the um, the uh, the wonder dog here. <laughs> uh, we don't want to watch him again. Let's see. So we'll delete him out of here. Okay. Um. So we have a call. They're calling for a new vaccine, and uh, they're actually trying to start the last two years up over again. And uh, I don't think the public's going to have anything to do with it. But uh, you saw what, what Biden said. He's going to recommend that everybody take it. Well, last thing time he recommended, uh, business businesses were closed down. Um, you couldn't go to see anybody if they were in the hospital because uh, you might spread the, the COVID. Um, you know, everything was was restricted and put on put on hold. And if you're working, there was a good chance that your boss was going to want you to get that that clot shot. And uh, if you're like me, you, you didn't do it. And you uh, decided that uh, your health and your future and the and wanting to be around for your family for a little while longer is uh, is a lot more important than uh, keeping your job. So uh, unfortunately, my profession as a nurse, just about everywhere you go, they want you to have that uh, that poison in your arm and in the rest of your body. And uh Sorry, so anyway, uh, where do we go from here? Okay, so I'm sure that you're familiar with Laura Ingram. I like Laura Ingram. So there's some ladies that speak up online and uh, and on television that are really awesome, and she's one of them, okay? Um, and she she goes to talk about uh, all this. Let, let's, let's see what she has to say. Maybe we can uh, talk about it afterwards. But uh, before we do that, I want to talk. I, I wrote some notes down, and I, I got a scenario back here that I'm going to read uh, later. Um, so he's calling for a new vaccine networks, and like I said, uh, that's a translation. It means uh, the first vaccine didn't work, okay? Uh, unless you got it to kill yourself, and then, uh, then it worked just fine. Um, and remember, Fauci predicted in um, was it 2017 that the next president, and if he did it in 2017, he had to do that before 2017. I don't know. But anyway, I think uh, Trump was president in 2017, so why would he say the next president? Anyway, <clears throat> the next the leader, he said, I believe. But, um, you know, he did that, and, uh, and lo and behold, the pandemic happened. Well, we know that it was scripted, and and that uh, Fauci just happened to have a view of the script, if not having some say in writing it. Um, but he knew that the, the uh, pan pandemic was going to happen, and he, uh, he he tried to warn us, uh, or or just to brag that he knew. I don't know. It's that's the way I see it. But um, so anyway, uh, now now we're hearing about a pandemic that's going to happen in twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six. Okay. Um, it's supposed to be worse. It's supposed to be another, uh, another stronger, uh, 
was going to say kinder and friendlier, but uh, no, stronger um, version of uh, COVID, a new variant, so to speak. And um, and uh, supposedly the shots that everybody got, uh, some people in Moss, uh, aren't going to work for this, they say. Okay. Isn't it kind of reminiscent of the flu shot every year? You know? <laughs> Well, you've got a chance that it's going to be the variant that uh, of the flu that comes around, and uh, hopefully it is, and usually never is, and uh, you end up taking a bunch of poison into your body for no reason whatsoever. Um, even if you take it for the flu, that's not a good reason to take it. But um, I digress. So um, anyway, Fauci's prediction. So let's say Trump uh, is elected or he takes over, Okay. Uh, Trump uh, plan, excuse me, pandemic one and pandemic two. You know, the pandemic, the first one that we had during Trump's first uh, administration, uh, really messed him up and messed up his plans. Uh, you know, I mean, there was plenty of things that messed up his plans. You know, you had Nancy Pelosi um, and Chuck Schumer and many others uh, talking smack against them and uh, and trying to impeach him a couple or three times and um you know it was he always had to watch his back and he always was i'm sure he woke up every morning and say what's today gonna hold and it usually wasn't a good thing so um anyway that was pandemic one and and i think that they released it when trump was there you know they might have been their plan altogether but at the second the same time um Releasing it when Trump was there because they hated Trump and didn't like him, they knew that it would it would hamper his presidency, and they knew that it would keep him uh, preoccupied with so many things where they could continue to go out and do the the devilish things that Democrats do. That'd be a good movie title: "The Devilish Things That Democrats Do." If you make a movie with that title, and remember, I said it first. Okay, um, I don't ask for much; just a couple million. That's <laughs> Uh, I don't think I'm meant to see that kind of money in this life. I really wish I was, but I'm not. But, you know, you always will be done. Um, let's see. Yeah, it'd be another attempt to disgrace Trump and to uh, cripple his presidency. But I think he's going to treat it a lot different this time. And we'll go into that. Um, they're going to try to guilt Trump into, uh, into uh, funding the new vaccine. And um, he's going to say no. And then, oh, the, it's really going to hit the fan when he does that. Well, you know what? You don't care about people. You're rich and you only care about yourself. You know, you build up the scenario in your own head and think about what they're going to say. Well, you're a racist. That, that's the answer to everything. <laughs> Everybody's a racist, you know. Uh, yeah, you're a racist because so many... Um, Hispanic and, and African-American families aren't going to get to get a shot because you're not funding it. It's not going to be free. It's um, They're not going to be able to afford to get it. Blah, 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 blah. And um, so get ready for that. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yeah. And when he doesn't fund it um, and the shot starts killing people, because it's going to be the shot. That kills people. People have been living through the, the COVID vaccine or the COVID infection, a.k.a. the flu, for uh, for decades, if not centuries or millennia, for that matter. Um, yes, yeah, the shots to kill people. Um, 
Remember that commercial? It's guns that kill people, not people that kill people. Um, which is the exact opposite of the truth. It's people that kill people, not guns that kill people. They don't. Uh, there's no magical gun that can pull its own trigger and point itself at a target. Okay. You'd be blamed for the deaths. Um, and they said he'll, they'll say he's racist. And then they're going to say he's in league with Putin. Russia, 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 all over again. Okay, now Putin has been pretty hard line when it comes to um, when it comes to this vaccine. They had a, their own vaccine over there, and uh, it was kind of based on mRNA technology, and it uh, ended up killing a bunch of people and crippling one of them whose last name was Putin. He's uh, one of his daughters. Uh, he forbade his family to take the the vaccine. And uh, tried to get other Russians not to take it too. And uh, but one daughter, you know, well, you can't tell me what to do, and I'm gonna do. I'm me, and I got to do what I got to do. So she got the shot. She got the the clot shot. She ended up having a lot of problems, and she's debilitated now. So he's not a big fan of uh, of any kind of vaccine for or supposed vaccine for. Um, for anybody, actually, especially his family members. But um, I want to just go in here because Real Raw News talks about this. And um, right here, a bunch of their titles that they've they've had over the you know last couple of years. Uh, let's start down here. First of all, they banned 5G across Russia. He knows what it's all about. He knows what it does to people and what it will do to people. And he's banning it. And he's had some run-ins with people that are still setting it up. The Russia is a big country, and it's uh, it's got a lot of people, and uh, I don't think it's policed uh, as much as it should be, and uh, because of that, people get away with a lot of crimes. And but um, when it comes to putting up five G towers, he doesn't kid around. I think he killed the last people that did it. Um, and that's folks. <laughs> well, let me finish this, and then we'll go into that. Okay, so uh, back in uh, March of twenty twenty three. It says, well, I'm just going to read the headlines. Putin orders destruction of all COVID-19 vaccines in Russia. He knows what they're about. And he's out to get rid of them, folks. Um, yeah, yeah. All I hear is he's dangerous. He's, a, he's an ex-communist or he's still a communist and he's dangerous. Well, he's looking out for his people. Something that we never get from our leaders, right? Uh, all they do is take, 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 and never give, give, give. And when they do give, it's always with a, with a prerequisite. You know, it is a prerequisite to other things that he want, they, the government wants you to do. Remember those stupid checks they mailed out a couple of years ago for, for COVID relief? Oh, yeah, we're going to give you this money, and it's going to help a lot of people. Well, it didn't help at tax time when we got taxed on it. And that made a difference one year, uh, whether I had to pay or not. So it's... Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, uh, Biden. Really appreciate that. Um, okay. And there were some people that were still trying to, um, to make the vaccine against Putin's orders. And he offed them. And the article reads, uh, or the title reads, uh, Putin exterminates mad COVID-19 vaccine scientists. Okay, so they wanted to keep it going. And, of course, they're, they're probably Illuminati or... Or, um, or people from the West, or, or controlled by people in the West, that uh, think that Russians need to die as well as uh, 
people in the West, okay? So uh, Putin found out about it, and he offed them. And then uh, the last one, or the most current one, is Putin destroyed 60% of the COVID vaccines in Russia. So, yeah, he found out where a bunch of it was, and he had it all destroyed. Send the soldiers in, and they destroyed it. Um, and, you you know, some of you or anybody that might be listening to this, uh, there might be some of them that, um, oh, Putin, you know, that's that's just too much. You know, it's it's authoritarianism, and it's and he shouldn't be doing that. Well, maybe the reason why we have Joe Biden in his life is because we don't do stuff like this. You know, there, there's always deterrence. Like uh, uh, if a state has uh, capital punishment for uh, for murder, you know, myself now I'm I'm fairly you know fairly I'm sane, and um, and I I know right from wrong and everything else. And some people don't know right from wrong, or they are insane. And um, so, for them, capital punishment is not a deterrent. But for the vast majority of people, you know, they, they know that if they, they kill somebody, they're going to be killed themselves. And that's a, 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 a Tanakh uh, principle, you know, the Old Testament, you might call it. And uh, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, uh, if you're going to kill somebody, you're going to be killed. Uh, unless it was accidental, but, you know, how do you prove that? Um, so... Anyway, uh, Putin uh, is doing a good thing. And uh, hopefully when, when Trump gets in, uh, he'll do the same thing, too. It'll be a little more refined, I think. We're talking about um, uh, Guantanamo and Camp Blas. Uh, Guantanamo's in Cuba, and, and Blas is in Guam. And they're also working on um, acquiring space. Uh, there's a base down in Bolivia, I believe it is, or Paraguay. I can't remember. Um, that they're going to borrow from the, that government down there in order to set up a, a place where tribunals can be done, uh, basically a, a prison camp. And to show you the extent that they, you know, they think this is going to be, they uh, they have one down there in Terra, Terra del Fuego, uh, way down at the tip of uh, South America. And um, I found it. It's there. It's a, an Argentine uh, military base, but uh, the U.S. is uh, sharing it with them, uh, especially by these, because there's going to be criminals from all over the world that are going to be brought to these places, not just Americans, although there's tons and tons and tons of Americans here that are going to be brought there, and uh, and they'll be tried by a military court, and um, they won't be a problem anymore. Now, with that in mind, um, there's a... A woman. I'm not going to say a lady, because you'll and you'll see why. But um, ladies are special. When a woman is uh, very womanly and she's uh, oh very proper and prim and or tries to be, and um, and just is what a woman, a mother, or whatever uh, is characterized as being over the last few centuries. Um, you can call them a lady, um, but you know if they're bar flies or, or something like that, they're not ladies. They're uh, they're women, but they're not ladies. And uh, anyway, uh, there's this woman um, that worked for Moderna. She was one of the people that developed uh, their their vaccine, actually, their uh, COVID nineteen uh, kill shot. And um, <laughs> what do you hear this? Okay, it's not there. It's uh, right 
there. No, it's not there either. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, there it is. Okay. And I'm going to read this to you. It's, it's a very short article. <clears throat> it says, Military Arrest Moderna Clot Shot Creator. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. Um, it says, A prominent Moderna ch- chemist, Melissa J. Moore, was erect, arrested at her Everett, uh, Massachusetts home Sunday evening after trying to evade U.S. Navy JAG investigators who had been surveilling the residence and awaiting an opportunity to serve a military arrest warrant. And JAG adjunct, uh, excuse me, a JAG adjunct, excuse me, told the Real Raw News. Okay, our source said the investigators had staked out. Yeah, had staked out Moore's uh, summertime do- domicile in the outskirts of Boston, following a several failed attempts to isolate her at her primary address in Cambridge, and the pricey timeshare at Lake Tahoe. Must be nice, huh, folks? Uh, murderers do very well in this world. Um, and at Moderna's uh, Boston headquarters, where she pioneered, they were also looking for her there, she pioneered the pharmaceutical giant's mRNA clot shot. The investigators, uh, he said, were a nondescript in a nondescript vehicle on the other side of the road when Moore's Land Rover uh, pulled into the driveway. As the windows had the dark uh, tint, they could not immediately see that the, who the driver was or determine whether the SUV held any passengers, so they waited until the door opened before approaching. Moore, though, must have uh, spotted the investigative duo, for she flung open the door, grabbed her purse, and began hobbling across the horseshoe drive. If you can look at her, you can understand where hobbling comes from across the horseshoe driveway, snagging a heel in the grass while shouting for help. She tumbled onto the ground, clutching her handbag, withdrawing what investigators thought might be a firearm, but was a syringe. She almost got shot, our source said. They realized at the last second it wasn't a gun and kicked the syringe out of her hand. She was trying to jab herself. No wonder with what. Uh, he added that the investigators cuffed Moore and placed her in the back seat of their vehicle. He explained that Jack had started building a case. This is where it starts getting kind of, you're going to see what kind of person this was, okay? He explained that Jack started building a case against Moore January 2023, a few months after hanging her former employer, Moderna CEO, St- Stefan uh, Bansel, or Bankel, however you say that, at Guantanamo Bay, Guantanamo Bay. Uh, Jag unearthed uh, personal correspondence in which Bansell herited Moore as the queen of MRA, uh, writing that uh, her expertise and determination helped to put Moderna's mark on the map uh, as a global COVID-19 vaccine manufacturer. Moore's Moore's perseverance, Bansell wrote, made them wealthy beyond the dreams of avarice. Excuse me. In uh, response to Bansell's flattering communique, Moore, here we go. Moore said history will eventually report that human guinea pigs are necessary to advance the revolutionary me- advance me- revolutionary medicine. Guinea pigs, huh? Interesting. Okay, let's go on with this here. Uh, let's see. Okay, necessary. Okay. Uh, I've lost my place, folks. Guinea pigs are necessary for the, to the advance of revolutionary medicine and admitted the company's vaccine 
was a colossal killer. She said, if it kills three million to save three billion, I've done my job. I have the utmost reverence for human life, but martyrs must be made in the name of science. To which Spansel replied, there will be no martyrs because we will attribute their deaths to the disease. Those letters, our source said, led, led to added evidence to be presented to the military tribunal. <laughs> it's, uh, this woman was uh, the Walter White of mRNA clot shots, our source said. Um, and it goes on to a little bit more of her history uh, uh, at Moderna. Um, uh, the prosecutor at uh, Guantanamo says uh, the evidence is encyclopedic. It should be a slam dunk, our source said. She tried to jab herself with something and it's being analyzed. We've already taken blood and know she's never been vaxxed. Ooh. <laughs> you can bet your sweet bippy that none of the leaders have been vaxxed or none of the people like her, you know, or anybody working at Moderna for that matter. Okay, all right. I, I sorry. It just makes my blood boil. Okay, where are we here? I just want to make sure we got everything here. Okay. All righty. So, Laura Ingram picked up on this, and let's see what she has to say. Okay. Rockefeller Foundation helped produce Rockefeller Foundation helped produce a shockingly prescient report on four possible future scenarios that could play out over the next 15 to 20 years. One of them involved a global pandemic that's remarkably similar to what happened over the last year. During this pandemic, quote, international mobility of both people and goods screeched to a halt. Normally bustling shops and office buildings sat empty for months, devoid of both employees and customers. National leaders around the world imposed airtight rules and restrictions from the mandatory wearing of face masks to body temp checks. Wow, that does sound familiar. 10, 11 years ago. The report went on to detail how the powers that be would never let that imaginary crisis end. Even after the pandemic faded, this more authoritarian control and oversight of citizens and their activities stuck and even intensified. Citizens willingly gave up some of their sovereignty and their privacy to more paternalistic states in exchange for greater safety and stability. This heightened oversight took many forms, biometric IDs for all citizens, tighter regulations of industries whose stability was deemed vital to national interests. Now, despite the Rockefeller report predating this show by many years, none of what was laid out in that report should surprise any Ingram Angle viewers. They want never-ending lockdowns and mandates for everything. The elites want the U.S. trapped in this forever pandemic. How can Americans see this as anything but a naked power grab? The pandemic porn will never end, and they're going to use it to maintain total control over you. Now, we're now in the midst of the next step of the never-ending and ever-changing pandemic. One where the supposed threats are constantly shifting despite all the evidence and the experts will continually debase themselves and their professions to appease their Democrat overlords. And in the end, we're going to end up with more restrictions on our inalienable rights, whether they're government mandated lockdowns or not. 
Again, the results will be the same. Higher energy prices, higher taxes, more racial polarization, more crime, and a lower standard of living. Rockefeller Foundation helped produce a shockingly prescient report on four possible future scenarios that could play out over the next 15 Rockefeller Foundation uh, booklet or book. Um, it's very interesting. I downloaded it, actually, and there's four different plans. But uh, uh, what I, I want to do is uh, there's the, the next video we're going to watch is a, a fellow that's talking about it. He's actually reading from it. And, uh, and you'll get to see... Uh, Exactly what's in this report, okay? Uh, the plans they've made, folks. And now, this was, these plans were made back in 2010, okay? And um, like she said, it was a, it's amazing how, um, how the scenario played out in, in the actual pandemic. And you have every right to call it a pandemic because it was it's a um, pandemic that was planned. Um, but... Yeah, it played out exactly like the the scenario that they had going in um, in 2010 to figure this out. And uh, the thing is that uh, they've also included the year 2025 in this, okay? So they're going to try to do a repeat, a rerun, okay? They're, they want to see, I think, they want to see how subservient the people are. You know, did you see the government as a savior or did you see the government as an intruder into your life and into the life of your family and everything else? Um, and I would say, oh, I don't know. I, I can't judge people anymore. They people are so complex and stupid sometimes. And um, but um, I would say it'd be 50 50 again. Uh, 50 percent will not take it. I know a lot of people that took it uh, the the clot shot earlier. You know, when it first came out and uh, swore that they'll never take another shot again. They never took their boosters. They took the first shot or and or the, the second shot. And that was it. They're, they were done. OK. Um, so there's a lot of people like them that'll join us. Uh, the people that have never had it um, in the fight. OK. And uh, of course, they have more to lose, more at stake. And uh, that's a shame. It really is. But uh it's a fact. So, okay, let's listen to this next fellow talking about this um, this document from uh, the Rockefeller Foundation. And by the way, <laughs> um, the the pandemic that happened back in 1917 happened uh, by way of a doctor that worked for the Rockefeller Foundation, even way back then. So, they've involved been involved in. Uh, starting pandemics and killing people for a very long time. The Rockefellers have never been good people. They've always been evil and wicked people, and they always will be. I think they're the satanic line, part of it anyway, and um, are irredeemable, cannot be redeemed. So I know Yeshua died for everybody, but I think there are people that are just totally given over to, to Satan the minute they're born, so... Okay, let's watch this uh, this fellow and see what he has to say. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. The ruling establishment, establishment has a lot of... They, they will stop at nothing to complete their toolkit of control. Right? So one of the things that has been missing from the toolkit of total control has been quarantines and 
curfews, right? Mm -hmm. So now, welcome to the new world in America where to get on a bus, to go through a subway station, if you think that the procedures at the TSA are onerous, right? Guess this is coming to a bus depot near you. It's a more invasive way, and the ruling class needs this because, let me say, if the ruling class ever saw yeah. wide-scale civil unrest, you'd see an Ebola outbreak in America right away. Okay, so this is, what you see is that Ebola is... Another tool in the toolbox of the ruling of class repression control. Yeah, to, of, to keep down Absolutely, repression. positively, 100%. This is a tool. Right. Ebola doesn't just magically start spreading. Mm -hmm. And then we have this doctors that come back here, the white people, of course, live. Mm -hmm. you know, the two whites who got it or survived. All the black people that get it die. Uh, right? It's very possible that uh, these uh, NG one of one of these NGOs over there is going around uh, with a veil of uh, Ebola or spreading it from a small plane onto villages. The point is is to get hundreds of thousands of people infected with it and uh, create uh, the next phase of control. Now, one of the things I'd like to show to back up my. Uh, uh, my claims here. Uh, here's a document from the uh, Rockefeller Foundation. Rockefeller Foundation, right there. You can zoom in on that, where my finger is. It's called Scenarios for for the Future International Development. The Rockefeller Foundation. All right. Okay. Let's take a look at what they're saying here. This is uh, something like a 50, 60 page document. I'd like to, you to go to uh, page 18 if you can look at this up on the internet, but I'll read it off to you. It's called lockstep, lockstep. And this is a, a phrase that I used uh, right after 2001 when I saw the entire system of the United States, including the population, were in lockstep. Uh, so the Congress went along, and yes, it was Osama bin Laden, and the people waved their flag and said, I hate, 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 and everything was in lockstep. Well, in 2010, uh, they published this, Rockefeller Foundation, and here's what they're saying. They're saying that uh, it's, they call it a scenario. These are scenario narratives, and they speak about it in the past tense. So they put out this scenario, lockstep. A world of tighter, top-down government control and more authoritarian leadership with limited innovation and growing citizen pushback. Okay, I'll read a, a little bit of it. In 2012, the pandemic that the world had been anticipating for years, nobody was anticipating a pandemic, finally hit. Unlike 2009's N1, H, uh, H1N1, uh, this new influenza strain uh, originating from wild geese, they use wild, they use some scenario, but this is Ebola they're yeah, talking yeah, about. Ahead. Even the most pandemic prepared nations were quickly overwhelmed when the virus streaked around the world, infecting nearly 20% of the global population and killing 8 million in just seven months, the majority of them healthy young adults. The pandemic also had a deadly effect on economies. You, you can see the, you can see the agenda just naked, raw, naked control agenda written down, and it's anybody's guess how this becomes effectuated in real life. So whether this is written specifically as marching orders or whether people take it upon themselves in the intelligence networks to say, okay, well, this has been produced, so this is the plan here. But these narratives have to be written in advance because the intelligence agencies don't know how to do this, these narratives. They need help. So the, these think tanks, they come up with these like Rand Corporation, Rockefeller Foundation. These are think tanks of death. They're not the think tanks. They're not 
not there to find great ways to help people. Okay, the pandemic also had a deadly effect on economics. International mobility of both people and goods screeched to a halt. Right? which is what they want. They want a completely isolated world, right? Debil debilitating industries like tourism and breaking global su supply chains. Well, of course they want tourism stopped because they don't, they're not in the tourism business. And they want you at home, in your house, in front of the TV. Then they got you because once you watch the TV, they, they own your soul. Even locally... Wait a second, we're on television. I mean commercial television, let's say. Uh, national. Yeah. Even locally, a normally bustling shops and offices sat empty for months okay so th I love how they talk about it in the past tense in 2010 right? the pandemic blanketed the planet though disproportionate numbers in Africa died <laughs> Southeast Asia and Central America where the virus spread like wildfire it sounds like the opening uh, monologue of a disaster movie right exactly now listen to here's the good stuff now but even in developed countries containment was a challenge now here's this one I love this one the United States initial policy of strongly discouraging in quotation marks strongly discouraging citizens from flying proved deadly in its leniency so they're saying oh so they're saying that no keep going Okay. Yeah, it proved deadly in its leniency. So they should have been tougher, right? Accelerating the spread of the virus, not just within the United States, but across borders. However, a few countries did fare better. China, in particular. The Chinese government's quick imposition and enforcement of mandatory quarantine for all citizens, as well as its instant and near hermetic sealing off of all borders, saved millions of lives, stopping the spread of virus far earlier than in other countries. So the message is here is we have to look towards the Chinese, the oppressive totalitarian yeah, Chinese regime as an example of what we, we need to be doing here. And of course, the ruling class here loves the Chinese regime because they have, the, they have demonstrated to the ruling class the most efficient form of capitalism, which is, which is authoritarian capitalism. So we have capitalism, but unfortunately we have this, like, Veil. I get it. We, we have this veil of democracy. It's, this yeah. is very interesting. This is, continue on. Okay. Uh, okay. China's government was not the only one that took extreme measures to protect its citizens from risk and exposure. During the pandemic, national leaders around the world flexed their muscles, flexed their authority, and imposed airtight rules and restrictions. You can see the agenda. Hey, no, go, 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 go. Okay. From the mandatory wearing of face masks to body temperature checks at the entries to communal spaces like uh, That's what's happening right trained, now. yeah but soon it's going to be like body you know I, I, it's it'll not, be at the subway yeah they, they, well is that what you're saying we'll be going through this and the stuff to get on the buses absolutely, and the subway absolutely things like that and and what what this means though is you know don't think about having a you know a cigarette a joint on you or you know i mean basically you can't this is a, a dragnet for everything. So, if if in order for you, oh, to in other words, just like with stop and frisk, this is ultimate stop and frisk. And this is uh, the this ultimate is cavity stop and frisk, cavity search kind of thing. All right. So during the pandemic, national leaders around there flex their authority. You know, they're 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 they're, they're uh, now there's some good stuff. Listen to this. Uh, and even supermarkets, they want uh, body checks at supermarkets, okay? So basically, what they're saying is they're building a system where every move you make, you've got to go through them. You okay. can't get food. Can't well, how get about food. if you go to the farmer's market? Right. <laughs> Here's the good stuff now. I mean, it just keeps getting better. Even after the pandemic faded, 
this more authoritarian control and oversight of citizens and their activities stuck and even intensified. That's the whole point. So they're going to so get rid of... Didn't that happen already with 9-11? Uh, of course. 9-11 was how many? 14 years sure. ago? And sure. we still have all these uh, draconian So they're going to put the body cavity USA searches Patriot in? USA Patriot and That's all right. that. So in order to get to a supermarket, you got to have a body cavity search. And then when there's no more evil, Ebola, well, you know what? We kind of like this way because we have an incomplete infrastructure of uh, a mm. control grid. Like, in order pr to protect themselves from the spread of increasingly global problems, problems from pandemics and national terrorism to environmental crisis and rising poverty, leaders around the world took a firmer grip on power. Well, what the hell would rising poverty have anything to do with imposing strict uh, citizen controls with face masks? I mean, so they're very sloppy stuff here. Uh, at first, the notion of a more controlled world gained wide acceptance and approval. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nobody likes this stuff. Can, They're can, just can saying it. Continue no, I have, to, I, have yeah, to, I have to provide have, analysis. Only because we only have five minutes left, so that's Oh, my God, I, okay. Citizens willingly gave up some of their sovereignty and their privacy to more paternalistic states in exchange for greater safety and stability. I mean, that's just a, a, that's just a complete naked contradiction to the famous saying that if you think you're going to give up a little bit of uh, security, I mean, if you want, if you're going to give up your freedom for security, you're going to get neither. That's the long standing thing. And here what they're doing is they're not even ashamed or embarrassed to absolutely say the exact opposite. They're saying, yes, we all want to give up our, our privacy and sovereignty for more stability and security and stability. So you don't get that. When you give it up like that, you get the shaft. That Can you show us the, t the cover again of I'll what you were just reading? One more time, and then I have this two is more documents. Right, this two more is what we were reading here, and just zoom in a little bit so folks can see it. He'll zoom in. Don't worry. You can relax. Right. And scenarios for the future of technology and international development. Okay. Now, I have two more documents. Keep it zoomed. We have the National Security Memorandum of December 10th, 1974. This is Henry Hold Kissinger's brainchild. The National Security Memorandum number 200. You can look that up on your internet. Internet. I'll summarize it. He says that there's too many people. We got to get rid of the population. So if, to answer your question. Oh, from earlier. Yeah, yeah. He says he used the word depopulation, which is different. Depopulation means killing people that already exist, and it's to get the minerals because we need the minerals. And here's another one. The CDC has a patent on Ebola. They patented it. Yeah? Right. So basically, if you want to get a cure for your Ebola, uh, you got to go. It right up here, right? It says human Ebola virus species and compositions and methods thereof, and it's a patent. It's a patent. Uh, they patented the main strain plus something like 17 other strains of it. So they own it now, and I don't know how exactly you can own that, but apparently they've, they've done the same thing. Yeah, I didn't think you could own a natural. Yeah, you can. Uh, I guess the main thing to, 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 to finish off this show is this, that, um, uh, that um, they want to get more control, more curve. And it's, and it's going to be curfews and quarantine. So what I'm saying is that unless the American people start to get some new um, way to uh, revolt, to, uh, a new way to organize, new way to protest, new, uh, in, unless they, we can break through the uh, ap apathy, because that's what we have here, mm -hmm. uh, then it's going to be a slave state here. The ruling class doesn't seem to have too much resistance. They're getting everything on their Christmas 
uh, shopping list. And they've been wanting quarantines and curfews for a long time. Now they got it. And and if you want to live in a world where you're tricked into all this stuff because it's for your safety, right? And if you want to have a probe and make sure you got to check your pockets, make sure you don't have anything incriminating on you before you go out. And, and when you step out of your house, you want some police there to monitor and see what you're doing. If that's the world you want to live in, be apathetic. Don't do anything. You're going to get that world very soon. It's coming your way, definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Same. what should people do? What's the hope? You have 30 seconds. To wake up, learn about it, and go fight these bastards in Washington. They're easy to beat. If we can just organize, we can beat them. It's simple. They're weak, and there's so few of them. Good advice, huh? Good advice. <laughs> How do you do it, though? That's the, uh, you know... Uh, Usually when you want to get to somebody, you hit them in the pocketbook. And the only pocketbook we could probably hit them in is not paying taxes. Well, is that why they knew that was going to happen? And that's why they armed all the uh, IRS agents that are going out look for looking for delinquent taxpayers? Maybe they saw it coming. So there are ways. Um, we, somebody should... Learn of the ways that we can fight these people back, you know, and, and make go from mild to serious, you know, from from cold to hot. If, let's look at it at Mex is Mexican food, okay? Uh, cold and scalding. <laughs> and, um, you know, just list ways, you know, if a person's kind of um, shy and timid, hey, just do the upper number, upper two. Um, if a person's on fire and they just want to sock it to them, uh, do the last ones, the last two, okay? Make a list 10 or 12 different things, and um, somebody needs to put that together. I can't. I don't know where to start, and, uh, you know, but there's some really good brains out there that could put that all together and put it in a some kind of packaging, and, and when you do, mail it to me, okay? I could really... Uh, Really use it. Get a hold of me, and I'll give you my address. Um, so, no, this guy was really good. He kind of reminded me of somebody that was... Uh, he kind of reminded me sort of like Mel Gibson in Conspiracy Theory. He was a little... Uh, wired a little... He was high-strung. That's what I'm looking for. So, anyway, but it was a really good video. I really enjoyed that. Okay, let's look at the next one. Um, it, too, has to do with uh, this future event that they're planning. And um, I'm not sure how long this. The last two videos are the longest ones. So, um, well, let's go with this one and see what happens. Okay. Let's talk about Bill Gates. Let's talk about Bill Gates in the next pandemic. Um, Bill Gates and the World Health Organization have announced when we will see the next pandemic. And they have a date for us. Uh, so get this on your calendar. Prepare, you know, plan your trips around this next pandemic right now. We'll have more on that in a second and the dates. But you'll remember Bill Gates and the World Health Organization previously held what was known as the 2001 event, Event 201, sorry, Event 201. Um, and it was about the two, Event 201 exercise. It was a simulation involving a coordinated global response to a coronavirus that they held in a simulation just months before COVID-19 was declared a global pandemic. So they're pretty good at predicting this stuff. I don't know how they pull this off. How they yeah, no, Fauci, remember, Fauci told Trump in 2017, not that there could be, not that there might be, but there would be 
a pandemic during his presidency. Yes. Yeah, and Obama ran exercises for it during his premise, uh, uh, presidency. Preg- pregnancy. During his pregnancy. <laughs> during his presidency, too. So, At the womb factory. <laughs> so they've just gotten together and they're doing it again now. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, along with Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security and the World Health Organization. I wish I was making this up, but this is this is not a conspiracy theory. They did this. And they just conducted their next pandemic tabletop exercise in Belgium. It's called the Catastrophic Contagion. Hey, honey, where are you going this weekend? I'm going to Belgium. I got a conference. Oh, yeah, what's it about? Uh, It's called the Catastrophic Contagion event. Oh, what are you guys going to be doing? Oh, we're just planning the next pandemic. Just getting everything ready. Get everything ready, locked up, and the new virus and vaccines. We'll have vaccines ready to go because that's how we do this. We, We plan it, and then we, of course, have the vaccines ready to go. So this is the video that Bill Gates put together along with the team, complete with simulated news reports like this. This is really what they're preparing for us. This video is called Get Ready. Watch. Catastrophic contagion of global challenges. Breaking news. Two Latin American countries alerted the WHO of several outbreaks of a new infectious disease that's mysteriously appearing across the region. Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome 2025. Oh, so that's the name, guys. Just write this down. That'll be the name of it, okay? It's Sears. Be, Sears. It's going to be called the Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome in 2025 is when we'll see it, Okay. Now, it says at the bottom this is a fictional scenario, but but come on. <laughs> Over the past six weeks alone, there have been 500 confirmed or suspected cases reported. The virus could cause a severe pandemic if early containment and mitigation efforts are not successful. The pandemic in this type of situation and trend would be a risk for the global health security. Pandemics are inherently political, financial, and so much broader. We have not spoken on the leadership in the country. And I think that we need to be also very careful. We cannot decide a lot of things without the leaders be involved and agree on that. Oh, really? That's an interesting point that she's making. Oh, instead of unelected globalists making decisions, she's saying, wait a minute, we need to have our leaders involved in this discussion. Wait, so the the white guy was the um, dissenter, right. like the, the one we're supposed to say, oh, yeah, he's a naysayer. We don't agree with him. And right. then she shuts him down. She shuts him down. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, go ahead. There is no substitute for national leadership. It's important to support the local response or the national response. Training those that are in these areas first, enabling them with the tools, protecting them, and if needs be, regional solidarity first. At this stage, communication is key, and communication should include not just scientists with data, but also social, religious, and political leaders. Trust. This is an essential issue, and trust was broken among countries between populations and healthcare systems, between healthcare systems and governments. I'm very sorry to say that in uh, 2025, we need to strengthen the health system. WHO needs to be a voice for the voiceless. No one is safe until all of us are safe. 
As of today, there have been an estimated 1 billion cases worldwide, with more than 20 million deaths, including nearly 15 million children. Countless millions are alive, but left with paralysis or brain damage. Oh, okay, so that's how it'll... So, I'm sorry. You hear those numbers? A billion people, okay? <laughs> millions of children, and then those who are left will have uh, brain damage and paralysis. So that's... That's what we'll have. That's that's how this is going to unfold. The most successful countries are those which invested in preparedness and trained for this moment years in advance. This included having full-time pandemic preparedness and response teams, which conducted detailed operational planning and routinely tested those plans through exercises and drills. Okay. I should also point out, I didn't recognize her at first. This is Jean Reserve. She used to be a CNN anchor. She used to be a CNN reporter. Did she? Yeah. So now, I mean, just just goes to show you, like the cozy. I didn't recognize her, folks. She's, her hair is she's older, gray, and I didn't recognize her. Uh, but uh, she was a CNN anchor reporter. And this goes to show you the coziness between the mainstream media and the, the likes of like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the the the, the World Health Organization. To, to uh, you know, to well, add I, credibility to a message that they're trying to get out. Right? Yes, but we are also we have been freelance journalists before too, and you realize that she's just taking a contract job. You know, okay. we, we shouldn't begrudge someone taking a paying job. Who's so? All right. And I and I saw this circulating online really quick, um, and it, I I found it on YouTube and I showed Jennifer because I was like, this is like crazy that this was before COVID hit that they were playing this. And now you can't find it on YouTube. Like, and I watched it on YouTube. So it's so after it started to gain traction, it was scrubbed from YouTube. And now I, I believe you can only find it on Rumble. This video. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. You said this was before COVID because this just came out. Oh, this is the new one. Okay, so you've not seen the old one then. Oh, I saw. They, they no, did this. I, ne- I never saw the old one. Okay. No, no. The, this is okay, the new I'll one find that, that they just show released. you that because yeah. Okay. Okay, because they did the exact same thing before COVID, and it was basically this exact same thing. They laid out that it was coming. They had news people. They had the table of, of people talking about it. It's like basically the exact same thing. Yeah, I couldn't find that video. I mean, I showed you the, the, the event 201, but no, this is the new one that just came out. This is the brand new one oh, that wow. they just did in Belgium for the 2025, the new pandemic. The toll might have been much less. There it is. Catastrophic contagion. From October 2022 and now 2025. So that's what it'll be. It'll be the Sears, the Sears infection, the Sears virus. Well, they said that was an enterovirus. They said enterovirus. that was an enterovirus, which is uh, enterovirus, which is a, uh, that was a uh, polio was an enterovirus. Oh, good. So And COVID was not? Interesting. No. No. Neurovirus. COVID was a corona. Oh, oh, okay. It's a, that's a type of. So, yeah, the same people behind Event 201 that David was just talking about from a few years ago uh, took place almost three years ago to the day, by the way. They completed their, their new one now, and, and they say that this is going to originate in Brazil 2025 and get ready. So in addition to Bill Gates, the 10, and, uh, 10 current and former health ministers and senior public health officials from Senegal, Rwanda, Nigeria, Angola, Liberia, Singapore, India, Germany participated in this simulation. Um, they had pre-recorded news broadcasts, as you saw, and then they had the virus simulation, and they tested the rates of, of spread and how this would affect children and, and sweep across the globe and how they would you know, go into lockdowns and what they would do, um, and preparing, of course, for, uh, for vaccines as well, making sure that those are lined up perfectly 
with this. See, this is the beauty of what these guys do, right? They know it's coming, so then they just develop the vaccines that they can sell to us, and they have them ready to go right there. Yes, but you can see there's a clear narrative of, like, you know, naysayer guy, you know, saying, well, these pandemics are political. We're not going to hand over power. Absolutely not. And then the sort of cooler heads in the room prevail, like, no, we need a global response. We need centralized power. No, we absolutely no you unreasonable guy there. They played him as a caricature. Right. Um, and then they showed other people saying absolutely. And, and it's interesting that they have people who look like they're from African countries when the African Union has said, we do not want to participate in centralized power through the World Health Organization. If there's a next pandemic, we absolutely will not be handing over power this way. Yeah, that's well, and one thing right, that I said. Few African nations that stood up and actually voted that down. Go ahead, David. Well, I was going to say, like I was saying from the very, very beginning, and we were talking about it on the show that if there was actually a global pandemic, then these companies would have got together with world leaders and they would have created this vaccine and spread it to the world free of charge because they are profitable enough. The government could have paid for it to do that, but when they made it so that they created basically nine new billionaires and it was so profitable for them. That shows you the true motivation that it, w- it was nothing about a pandemic. Right. Yes. And this and is the same thing. It's like, yeah, Mrs. Mom in the chat is saying, do you see that they're saying targeting kids? Because that was the piece that I feel like hmm. that was missing from COVID is that we realized that it was not particularly um, terrible on children. And so this is this is what it's like trying to show us that would be different, because if we got another covid related disease, we might not all mobilize the same way we did the first time. Right. But if it's it, oh, it's going to hit our kids. Oh, it's you, you don't just live with long covid. You live brain dead. Well, oh, that's the polio you know, thing can't... that Philip's talking well, about. Right. right. That's yeah, I was going to say, I wonder I wonder if that's why they chose an enterovirus, because the because they, they wanted to it just wasn't scary enough. It's not scary unless it involves children. Right. right. And then you, and so then you make that's why they went polio down. vaccine, to your point earlier, as part of a routine like. Well, it rap- is now polio yes. is now part of your routine shots. What yes. I'm saying is whatever new thing that they create would become part of your new inoculation schedule for children. Yes. So this 2007, they had a lockdown in place. We learned this week. Um, let's do some, some good digging here. Um, <clears throat> we learned this morning, thanks to some good reporting by Will Jones, that the U.S. government had a plan in place for lockdowns since 2007 to lock down and wait for a vaccine again since 2007. It's a pandemic plan produced by the National Infrastructure Advisory Council. It was hosted by the, on the CISA website. It lays out banning any large number of gatherings, Definitely closing schools, non-essential businesses, institute work from home policies and quarantine exposed and not sick, exposed and not sick individuals quarantine those people too. the aim is simple and clear to slow the spread and wait for the vaccine. And here's a quote from the plan during a pandemic. The goal will be to slow the virus's transmission, delaying the spread of the virus will provide more time for vaccine development while reducing the stress on an already burdened healthcare system. So that was in place. That's been in place. Thanks to Will Jones for uncovering that. So there you go. That's uh, get ready. 2025 Brazil and uh, mark your calendars now. Make sure you plan your vacations accordingly. Okay. I don't want to do that. 
but I don't either. Thank you so much for watching this segment here at Redacted. We are live every day at 4 p.m. Eastern time trying to share the stories that the mainstream media will not cover. You should also come over and join our community of Redacted Rebels over at redacted.inc. That's our private locals community where we can share exclusive content that we simply cannot share here on YouTube. Come over and join the rebellion together right now by going to redacted.inc. We'll see you next time. Let's talk about Bill Gates in the next pandemic. Um, Bill Gates. Okay. Redacted. Very good website, by the way. I highly endorse them. Uh, go check them out as much as you want and as much as you can, because they're always up there with the, the latest news and uh, and talking about it. Kind of like posting a Matrix, but with a real studio and <laughs> neatness, not the clutter and, and everything else. So anyway, someday we'll be professional, hopefully in this life. Uh, <clears throat> so, folks, let's see. We got one more to watch. But what did you think about that? You know, it's um, a lot of people know about this, but you never hear about it. You have to go searching for this stuff, basically, to find it, you know, and it, that's difficult to do. It really is. So the more people that get out with this stuff, the more chance that more people can hear it, you know. And that's why a lot of these, like uh, Redacted, uh, there are other websites that say, hey, use my stuff. Put it out there. Let them know. You know, and I feel the same way, too. Um, I don't, none of this stuff belongs to me. And, you know, this is all the Lord's stuff. You know, Yahweh's ministry. And he, uh, he can do whatever he likes with it. But uh, since that's the case, um, he said, freely, freely you have received. Freely, freely give. So, um here you have it. Um, matter of fact, on my website, illusionresistance.org, um, you can get a free copy of my book, uh, Posing a Matrix. No, not Posing a Matrix. I don't happen to have it here handy. Or oh, yes, I do. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> I wrote this back in 2010 on Holy Communion. The uh, Alien of Russian Phenomena and Where It Originates and How It Stops. Okay, if you're going through that problem, and you want it to go away, some people don't, um, then uh, get the book and read it. Or <laughs> you don't even have to get the book. It's free on um, on the Delusion Resistance. Okay, so it's delusionresistance.org. And also got about 10 or 11 more books on there that I wrote. So uh, I, I self-published, so you can just uh, download it. They're all in PDFs, okay? Uh, freely, freely you have received. Freely, freely give. So... And it has to do with uh, salvation, too. So if you want to know more about that, write to me, write to Brian. Um, we'll help you out. Okay, so let's, let's watch this last one. I don't remember exactly how long it is, but uh, probably about the same length as the one we just watched, uh, like 9, 10 minutes. So uh, let's do this thing. So we have some scary news that I want to cover today. First off, we have the date of the next pandemic. When is this going to be? We have some scary news that I want to cover today. First off, we have the date of the next pandemic. When is this going to be and where is this going to originate from? We've heard from people like Bill Gates, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Health Organization, and Johns Hopkins University. Now. What I can tell you, and I'm gonna show you some stuff today that you are probably gonna be shocked that you're even seeing, but it's out there. Now, I've got a lot of questions from people asking about inflation, asking about the recession, 
asking about the US economy and so much more and saying that, okay, this is gonna be a tough year, 2022 and 2023, but things will get back to normal probably early 2024. Well, the date of this next pandemic is 2025. That is a very important date to understand. Now, let's go through some of this stuff, okay? What is scary about everything that's going on right now, and again, let me know your thoughts down in the comment section below, is that former President Barack Obama, he ran simulations during his presidency as to how to test his administration and how to deal with a pandemic if it were to occur. Even former President uh, Donald Trump, he was warned by Dr. Anthony Fauci and Dr. Fauci told him that there would be a pandemic sometime during his presidency, but didn't tell him when. That's interesting. And now, Bill Gates, the World Health Organization, and Johns Hopkins University, they're now conducting exercises, or they conducted a pandemic exercise just recently in Belgium. They called this the catastrophic contagion event. Yeah, the catastrophic contagion event. That's what they named it. Now, prior to all of this stuff though, the United States has had a lockdown procedure in place even before the pandemic outbreak of 2020. This lockdown procedure has been in place since 2007. This was just the first time we've used it. But here's what's even scarier. They say, if we have to lock down, then we would lock down until a vaccine is ready. Just think about that for a second. Just think about what would have happened to your business, to your son and daughter, and maybe yourself, maybe you're in school at that time. What would have happened? You couldn't go to work. You couldn't go to school. You couldn't go to the hospital or a clinic unless it was vital to staying alive. What would have happened? People wouldn't be educated. They would have lost their homes, their cars. They couldn't afford food. Or the US government would have to come in and stimulate the entire economy. And we would be in much more debt than just $31.4 trillion. Think about that. In this lockdown procedure, it says that this would mean that there'd be homeschooling, there'd be work from home policies, non-essential businesses would close down until a vaccine was ready. And even in their statement, even in this website, and it's from a government website, uh, it's from CISA.gov, in this, in this uh, website, it is specifically saying that the, the goal of a lockdown is to bring down the transmissible cases so that more and more people are not being infected. And once the number comes down and it's somewhat steady, hopefully there'd be a vaccine ready by that time. But again, just think about how long it took. What did it take, like eight months? Six to eight months to get a vaccine, right? Or whatever it was. And even then, millions of people did not wanna take it because it was rushed. That's the issue is how long have we been waiting for a vaccine for things like cancer or whatever. And yet it takes decades or some, some illnesses don't even have a cure simply because, well, not enough money, not enough, not enough people willing to take it, right? Now, after this, uh, this event that took place from 
the Bill, Ga Bill Gates and Melinda Gates uh, Foundation, a World Health Organization, all that. Right, after this event, or well, you know, in this event, they released a video that addressed the next pandemic. And they, they talked about, uh, they give it a name, they talked about the date, which is 2025, but they also talked about what it's going to do, right? They called the next pandemic SEERS. This stands for Severe Epidemic Enter, uh, Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome 2025, SEERS. That's what they're calling it. Now, what is strange about this is that Bill Gates and the World Health Organization, they've had to put something uh, like this together before. They actually put together something in 2019. It came out on, in October uh, 2019, and they called this event, Event 201. Now, this was uh, you know, months before the, the COVID pandemic actually hit. This is before we really knew what was going on, but they called this event, Event 201. And they also talked about how many people would be impacted. Well, I wanna show you something. I wanna show you this thing right here. Look at this. This is, it's uh, from a website called centerforhealthsecurity.org, but it's the whole thing for Event 201. Now you come down here and you can read it. Event 201 was a three and a half hour pandemic tabletop exercise that simulated a series of dramatic, uh, you know, series scenario-based facility facilitated discussions confronting difficult, true-to-life dilemmas associated with response to a hypothetical but scientifically plausible pandemic. And talks about the purpose, okay? Talks about the scenario, the recommendations, right? And it also talks about what, well, when and where it was, right? So you can see right here, October 18th, 2019. We were in a pandemic just months after that. Now, you can also see the scenario which they uh, outline that is here. And I wanna read you this, okay? It says, Event 201 simulates an outbreak of novel zoonotic coronavirus transmitted from bats to pigs to people that eventually becomes efficiently transmissible from person to person, leading to a severe pandemic. The pathogen and the disease it causes are modulate, uh, modeled largely on SARS, but it is more transmissible in the community setting by people with mild symptoms. The disease starts in pig farms in Brazil quietly and slowly at first, but then it starts to spread more rapidly in healthcare settings when it starts to spread efficiently from person to person in the low-income, densely-packed neighborhoods of some of the megacities in South America. The epidemic explodes. It is first uh, exported by air travel to Portugal, the United States, and China, and then to many other countries. Although at first some countries are able to control it, it continues to spread and be reintroduced, uh, and uh, eventually no country can maintain control. Now, here's what I wanna just uh, finish off with this one right here. The scenario ends at the 18 month point with 65 million deaths, 65 million. The pandemic is still too slow due to the decreasing number of susceptible people. The pandemic will continue to cause uh, at some rate until there's an effective vaccine or until 80 to 90% of the global population has been exposed. From that point, it is likely to be an endemic childhood disease. Interesting, okay. Now. Let's leave it at that. One thing I just wanna say is that this is serious, okay? This, this was serious when they put this out. 
just months before, and then it turned out to be right. Now, according to the, ta the, the reports from this tabletop exercise, they say that this would hit less here in the United States uh, than COVID did. But again, because COVID, even though this report, okay, even though this report right here, okay, I was just reading to you, or this, it's not really a report, it's a scenario. This was a simulated scenario that ended up being pretty much real. But according to the reports, this would hit less than here in the United States than COVID. And the reason why is because COVID originated in China, in Wuhan, China. That's where it originated from. Now, here in the United States, we get a lot less um, travelers to and from Brazil. We get a lot more going to China. So because of that, it was easily transmitted from person to person. Now, the problem though, does lie in the, in the, the export business because Brazil does export a lot, of, a lot of food. They export a lot of you know, iron and stuff like that as well. But again, there, there's a lot of exports coming. So there could be a delay in this pandemic. Now, I'm not saying it's happening. I'm just saying it's interesting that the United States has been planning for something like this since 2007. Uh, the last two presidents, President Barack Obama and President Donald Trump, both were told or ran simulations that a pandemic is coming. And then in 2020, it actually happens. I don't know. It seems interesting. But the other thing that seems interesting is businesses are putting, uh, especially the pharmaceutical companies, are putting more money into research and development. They want to develop the next, the next, uh, you know, big, uh, big vaccine. Because what we saw over the past two and a half years is that the pharmaceutical companies made bank on their vaccines. But here's the thing that's different. According to the reports, what was different about COVID was that it didn't target children. Now, children have things like the polio vaccine that they have to get, right? That they have to go and get these or there are certain vaccines you gotta get every so often, right? And you just gotta go and, you know, it gets repeated. Here's the thing. If you have to go and get something over and over and over and over again every year, like a flu shot or something else, the business, the, the pharmaceutical companies are gonna make bank. They're gonna make a lot of money on this. Now, I'm not trying to spread some conspiracy theory. This is, these are actual events. Event 201 actually happened. They just ran a recent one, uh, whatever contagion, right? That one was a recent event. They believe, I believe this was back in what, October? So these things are actually happening, but mainstream media isn't telling us these. Why? Well, for one, uh, in the contagion event that just happened recently, they were using CNN anchors or former anchors to actually go and uh, talk about and release these uh, little you know, video clips. Now again, they're simulations, but they're using people from CNN. You think CNN wants to tie their name to that? Not at this point, but again, it's interesting as to what's going on. So what happens now? Well, here's one thing I can tell you because I've already seen a few reports talking about this exact same thing is if we know or if we have a a, any, inclination, any inclination that there's gonna be another pandemic. We wanna make sure that whoever is in office, whoever is the president, can control this, okay? They can run the country and people believe in what they're doing. And so, 
who as of right now are the leaders? Who are, as of right now, are considered the front runners for the presidency in 2024 and on? Well, we have to throw in President Joe Biden because obviously he's the sitting president. So he would be one of the front runners, but who would be the next one? Is it, is it former President Donald Trump? According to reports, the answer is no. That Republicans would push for anybody else but Donald Trump. These are Republicans, these are you know, lawmakers. Okay? Not just your, uh, you know, your neighbor or yourself or whoever. These are lawmakers are going to push for somebody else because they don't believe that former President Donald Trump did exactly what he needed to do. Now, according to many, the front runner for the Republican Party would be Ron DeSantis. That's who they're saying. Because according to uh, many, they're saying that Ron DeSantis did far better than anybody else running Florida, running a state he did the best, okay, by far. So this could mean pretty soon Republicans choose him over former President Donald Trump. But again, just wanted to give you this story because I thought this was very interesting. I thought it's very interesting that they're already discussing the next pandemic. They're giving us a date and origin and kind of what to look for. So we will see what happens. We're still, you know, a couple years away from that. I will give you more news and updates as soon as we get them. So again, let me know your thoughts down in the comment section below. Consider subscribing and I'll see you guys on the next one. So we have some scary news that I want to cover today. First off, we have the date of the next pandemic. When is this going to be? Over there. I want things to stop when they're over. Um, <clears throat> I don't agree with them toward the end, of course. I think that Trump is a very strong candidate and... Uh, no matter what the uh, Republicans want, he's uh, Trump is the one that'll get the votes. <clears throat> DeSantis is very weak. DeSantis is, um, I don't know. Uh, Florida's one thing. Running a whole country and being the leader of the world is a whole different story. Okay. Um, he has done a fine job in Florida, but some people think that maybe he's a shill, uh, that he is uh, part of the World Economic Forum. And I don't like taking that chance, especially like Nikki Haley. Oh, my goodness. They're touting her like she's a female messiah. Um, well, first of all, Ralph Epperson will tell you that women cannot uh, cannot be sworn in <laughs> uh, to become a president uh, because basically it just says he, he, he. You know, he will do this. He will do that. He'll be able, you know, and it's, there's nothing about he or her, so... Um, I know that's, that sounds a little ridiculous in this day and age, but, um, you know, he's got a point. So we'll see if that ever, if that ever clicks, because he's tried to get that to, uh, to different parties, uh, meaning that, uh, like, uh, uh, Trump and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, so I think, uh, he's wrong. I think Trump is going to somehow overcome this and, uh, I don't know if you've ever stopped to think about this, but uh, if he were to become president, he could pardon himself. Okay, and uh, so that's that's pretty neat, actually. I think, but um, yeah, let's see. Oh, he said that um, one thing he said that I don't agree with, and I got this harebrained thought. Well, you'll see what it, maybe it isn't as harebrained as I I think it is, but. Um, I don't think uh, COVID started in China. I think it might have been released in China, 
but I think it was invented in Ukraine. Ukraine had upwards of uh, 30 labs, American labs there, that were experimenting with different diseases and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think it was in Ukraine. It was maybe shipped to China or dropped, dropped in China. Maybe some uh, helicopter came by and dropped it right next to the Wuhan lab or something. A few people picked it up and bam, it took off from there. But, um, yeah, I, I don't want to... I don't want to ascribe it to the Chinese because I don't think that uh, that's fair. And I don't think that they, although, you know, they were working on it with Fauci and uh, to uh, make it more uh, lethal. So anyway, um, I kind of ran through this. Uh, this is just a scenario. Okay. We've been watching scenarios the whole show. Uh, and I've got another one. So um, again, uh, Biden uh, wants money more money for uh, COVID vaccines. And um, according to uh, Rand Paul, <laughs> he ain't going to get it. So, And it's got to go through the Senate, and if Rand Paul can shut it down, he will. Um, <clears throat> I think it's Rand Paul. Who's the younger one? Anyway, uh, Senator Paul, let's just put it that way. So pandemic 2025, uh, Pope reelected Pope. <laughs> Where did that come from? Trump reelected in 2024 and or he takes the office by force because because of treasonous things that just can't continue anymore. OK, uh, he's able to do that, too. Um, so he's elected in 2024. That's number one. Number two, he takes office January 20th of 2025. Right. Number three. New pandemic starts in the spring. Trump's in office. Let's ruin his presidency. We can take out all the people we want now and ruin Trump's presidency. Man, we'll get two birds with one stone. Okay. Number four. <clears throat> New Trump policies uh, jeopardized because of the pandemic. Everything that he's trying to do, nobody really cares because the relatives are dropping left and right. Um, and... It's just it's putting a damper on what Trump's trying to do in the country. Um, let's see. Number five, progressives, communists, Democrats. You, you take the name you want to use for them. Um, let's see. Progressives call for uh, lockdowns and masks. Okay. Of course. To them, it worked last time. <laughs> I, I, I told so many people, I said... You know, you need to wear a mask. And I go, it doesn't work. What do you mean it doesn't work? I said, well, the, the mask will protect you down to 0.24 microns or 24 microns. I said, and the virus is 0 0.002 microns. If you can tell me how holes this big will keep something this small from going through them, then I'll believe that masks work, but they don't. A whole bunch of different things. You breathe into them all day long. Um, and you put a lot of moisture into them because you exhale moisture. And um, and so it wets the mask up. The mask becomes a river, um, a, you know, flow for uh, for the, the, the um, virus to get through. I mean, it can go through the holes anyway. But if it can get through using a river, you know, swim up river... <clears throat> then that could happen. And it does swim up river because every time you breathe in, you're sucking more stuff in. Um, 
and uh, breathing your own carbon dioxide is not a good thing and they're finding that out that that was not a good thing um, and stuff that you have <laughs> growing in your mouth and in your throat it's coming out and then it's going it's coming out your mouth and going up your nose or coming out your nose and going down your throat your uh, windpipe so not a good idea there's a reason why God made us so that we breathe and we breathe and it comes out and it goes way over there and just dissipates and has nothing to do with us or anybody else anymore okay let's see now they also call for social distancing and other things I heard during a pandemic that uh, because of the shot, and we all know that the shot has electrical things in it, and it uh, self 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 assembling electronics, um, and and other things, and uh, and so uh, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, with the distancing, um, what I heard, and I don't know how true it is, that they wanted you six feet apart because. They can monitor you. If you're in a group of 10 people and you're all standing six feet apart, they can tell who everybody is. But if you get closer to everybody else, the signals get scrambled and they don't know who's standing where. So, uh, or even if you're still in the group for that matter. Um, let's see. Disease starts killing people that were previously vaccinated. Well, that's been happening all along. It kills your it kills your immune system, folks. It decimates it, and each time you get a new shot, it decimates it more. They say by the time you get your first booster, <laughs> that's it, it's shot. So anything can come into your body and kill you. Okay, um, and we're finding it out because a lot of people are dying. Uh, yes, a lot of it's because of uh, blood clots in the heart, uh, sudden death through from. Um, myocarditis and stuff like that but still uh, there's a lot of people that are coming down with common colds that are dying because uh, they have no immune system anymore unfortunately so with all that happening there's calls for a new vaccine well they've been working on one anyway theoretically here and uh, but people wanted to hurry up and they want Trump to do that uh, accelerate Trump says no I'm not doing that twice I did it the first time and look what happened um, let them take their time. I don't care if it takes five years. Let them take their time. And <clears throat> boy, will he catch flack for that. Um, let's see. New vaccine is really... Um, let's see, what did I say? Oh, repackaged uh, 2021 vaccine has no effect uh, against infection. As a matter of fact, it would be like just taking another booster and lowering your immune system even more. So uh, I don't... You know, I mean, if they've gotten away with everything they've gotten away with so far, they could repackage the old vaccine and nobody would know the difference. Nobody. And like I said earlier, you know, it's every year they come out with a new flu vaccine and hoping that the strain that's prevalent and infecting everybody is going to be um, eliminated by that vaccine. Never is, or hardly, I should say, is. Um... So, I mean, if it's every year like that and they haven't gotten it right, how is uh, a new pandemic with a new organism, how can they get that right? I, I seriously doubt that they can, and they don't. And again, it's not, it's not for protection like that. It's to kill people. Um, 
Let's see. New vaccine killing most of who take it. Uh, Vaccine-free people are blamed for the deaths of... Uh, because they're carriers and, uh, you know, they're... they're <laughs> Their mojo isn't right, and uh, they're just carrying this disease. Whereas the ones that have the, had the disease have been shedding it for, for well, at this point in 2025, been shedding it for like a good four years, um, if they're still alive, that is. So, uh, you know, it's, it's reverse psychology. That's It's like you find something wrong, and you use it before, before your other people use it, you know, the, your adversaries. And uh, kind of like the atomic bomb in World War II. Germany and the United States and Britain were all racing to try to develop it because they wanted to be the first to have it to threaten the other side. And um, thank God, you know, the United States got it first. And uh, the British had a lot to do with it, though. A lot of research that came from them. And um, so anyway, uh, you know, we wanted to get it before the Germans got it because if they would have got it, they would have used it. I'm, I'm convinced of that. All right, so what do we got here? Okay, new mandate says that uh, people that uh, promote the vaccination uh, must themselves be vaccinated. Um, <laughs> how many of these people? Uh, okay, um, Benjamin Netanyahu, they showed him getting his vaccination. And when the guy comes toward him with the needle, he says, that's the real... That's the uh, that's the bottle we talked about, or something like that. You know, you sure you got the right stuff? He puts it in. You know, the guy takes it, puts it in his arm without aspirating it. But it was uh, salt water, as far as we know, and um, it's my opinion anyway. And uh, he never was vaccinated. Um, Boris Johnson. Uh, he used to lead Britain. Uh, he used to be the prime minister. <laughs> the guy walked up to Boris Johnson with the cap still on the needle and pressed it to his arm. I mean, any idiot could see that the guy was never got the shot. Um, and uh, they're finding out that a lot of these uh, these uh, dark state, uh, deep state uh, soldiers that are fighting against the good guys are... Uh, well, we read before that uh, that one scientist wasn't vaccinated. You know why? Because she knows what it's all about. Yep. And they can find out real easy if you have been or not. All you got to do is draw your blood and see if you've got the antigen. Uh, let's see. Promoting vaccination must themselves be vaccinated. Must give blood so that the vaccination is verified. That's only fair. Okay, because... It's natural tendency for people to cheat when they know something's bad. I'll bet you if this happened too, that the whole thing would just clear up in about two weeks. You know, it, it would just the news would drop it, the politicians would drop it, um, the uh, COVIDians would drop it. Yeah, those are people that are pro-COVID. By the way, I made that name up many, many right when this whole thing started, and then other people picked it up, but I never got credit for it. Okay. Let's see, and lastly, Congress and health professionals caught with a placebo. They're supposed to take it, and they got the placebo instead. Hmm, interesting. Um, placebo confiscated and destroyed. Uh, people, The people above, the people we just talked about, are vaccinated with the genuine vaccines, 
sub sudden uptick in sudden deaths of the elite vaccine recipients. I don't know. I think a lot of them would probably try to, you know, oh, I'm sick. I got to go home. The next thing they'd be on a flight to Brazil or Uruguay or whatever country down there doesn't extradite. Um, anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and bring it into this, but, uh, it just goes to show you that uh, the first pandemic was planned. That's what we call the pandemic. And the second one is planned, and it's going to be released. That's how I know Donald Trump is going to become president, because they'll want to release it then. And if they're planning for 2025, it happens to be the year that the new president takes office. And if it's Donald Trump and he has all these plans, uh, nothing is going to put a hamper on him like another pandemic. Okay? And um, it just makes sense. Uh, sometimes, see, I grew up in New Jersey, and New Jersey's got a lot of sleaze buckets there. You know, it's a, like the crime capital of the United States, and uh, the mafia is there, and all different kinds of factions. And um, once you've been around that, and you see what people are capable of, you can you can understand what not just the mafia, but what regular people are capable of if they if they want to wealth, power, or they want to get out of trouble, or something like that. Capable of anything. Okay, um, your elitists like the Rothschilds and the um, most of the Roosevelt, um, the Rockefellers and, and others, and maybe some Roosevelts. I don't know. They um, they want that wealth. They want that power. They want to elevate themselves and turn us into slaves because according to them, we're just uh, we're cattle. We're no better than the cattle. So um, anyway, uh, that's that's the way it, it exists right now. And. And hopefully, uh, Trump will either seize power or uh, and come in at 2024 when uh, or 2025 after he's been elected, and uh, will help to straighten this out. And uh, if he realizes what he's up against with the vaccine, maybe he'll figure out ways to to fight the people that are trying to promote the vaccine and uh, and the disease itself. Um, and he'll he'll uh, institute ways to fight it without the shot, like with uh, ivermectin and uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine, uh, the little cocktail, um, and even uh, PO or mouth medic medications like Dr. Zelensky. Uh, Zev uh, Zelensky came up with uh, I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's it's vitamins and minerals, and uh, it seems to get rid of it. So. All right, folks. Uh, well, there you have it. You, you know that uh, Trump's going to get elected again, and or he's going to be president, no matter how it happens. And um, you know that uh, to watch out, what to watch out for, and you know that they're going to try to do it all over again. Hopefully, for the last time. And all I can suggest, folks, is resist. Okay, resist. Don't fall for the lies and. Even if it, I hate to say this, it's so easy to say, well, actually I did it. Um, but if you have to retire, if you're my age, retire for goodness sakes, okay? Um, if you're not, then uh, I don't know, because you put all those years in and, uh, and just chucking it away is difficult to do because you're giving up pensions and everything else. So, But uh, I ask one question, what's more important, your life? Your pension's good if you live to spend it, uh, but if you take the clot shot, uh, you may not live to spend it. So, you know, you're on a, a precipice that's really hard to navigate on, and uh, I know I've been there, and I wouldn't want to be there ever again. So, uh, 
see what decisions you can make. Uh, retrain and get out of what you're doing now. <clears throat> well, if you're in the medical field, you've probably already taken the shot if you're still working. And uh, but if you know they they want to want you to take this one, and refuse it, just get out of it. Retrain into some other field. You know, uh, become a politician and kick those bastards out of office. There you go. That's what we need to do. That's one way to fight back is run for office and win and get them sent to jail or to Guantanamo. <laughs> so, okay, folks, got to go. Uh, be blessed. Uh, it, was a, it was a pleasure being here today. It always is. And I hope that uh, this gets out and a lot of people watch it and uh, it helps them to make decisions they need to make. Or at least just be ready for what's coming in the next couple of years. So, with that having been said, may Yahweh bless you and keep you. Seriously, bless you and keep you. Keep you healthy, keep you safe from harm. All the keep yous that are wonderful, okay? May he bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Grace is very important. May he watch your going out and your coming in, your rising up and your lying down. And may he give you the peace that passes all understanding, which is a very expensive commodity that you can never afford without him. And uh, once you have that, then you can conquer all the crap that's out there trying to fight against us. Okay? And I pray that in Yeshua's holy name, the name above all names, the names that were someday... Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Yeshua HaMashiach is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Okay? And if you're a Christian, not Messianic, uh, just substitute Jesus Christ in there, okay? But um, anyway, Arrivederci, uh, Ciao, um, and have, uh, have a wonderful weekend, okay, folks? You deserve it. You do deserve it. A wonderful weekend. Okay. Hey, God bless. Love you guys.